whole that Keisha waits at the Texas Culinary Academy. Little did they know at the time that their friendship would develop into a business and their business would develop into the gluten-free paleo phenomena that they call kitchen. Here's their story. Good morning, Gloriana and Keisha, and welcome to the Local Paleo Show. Thank you. Good morning. It's nice to have you here. Um, Mark, how are you today? I'm wonderful, thank you. Can't complain at all. And even if I do, no one's listening, so, well, why bother? <laughs> anyway, it's lovely to see you all today. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Thank you. So Great to see you guys too. Excellent. Excellent. So, um, ladies, we met at the 2016 Paleo FX in Austin, and I really like your Paleo granola. You, you call it no-grain ola, right? <laughs> yeah, no-grain ola. So I invited you on the show so you can tell us more about it. But before we get to that, can you tell each one of you, can you tell us your story up to kitchen? Um, age before beauty. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so basically, well, I don't know if you want to know a full background story of when we met in culinary school. Um, we were, we, uh, I was working before and decided that that was not the route for me, the kind of more corporate um, route, and decided I wanted to go to culinary school. So I went for pastry and um, met Keisha there. Um, we had an externship together and from there kind of both realized that it was going to be uh, difficult to work in a kitchen full time for somebody else. We kind of wanted to be our own bosses. So, um, so we uh, took the route right out of culinary school and had a cake shop. And um, so I think I'm kind of sharing our story, not just my story. But um, so in between there, um, I had um, children. I have two kids, uh, two boys, seven and four. Um, and uh, I became a Pilates instructor. Um, uh, I love fitness. Um, that was just something that's always been important to me and healthy choices and healthy eating. Um, and so we just kind of, I personally made that a part of my whole world and whole life. And, and that's kind of the direction that we kind of took even our business and our friendship and kind of have always worked together on, on uh, making that a part of our lives and trying to share it with other people. Great. And uh, Keisha, your turn. So um, I moved here. My husband and I are ex-military. So we moved here from Alaska to Austin. And I was torn with the two things that I loved the most, which was fitness and sweets. <laughs> so, uh, so I decided to go to culinary school when we got here. Um, it was either, you know, become a personal trainer or culinary school. And it was a little bit harder for me to be a personal trainer because I did have two small children at home and my daytime schedule just didn't allow me to do that at the time. My husband was still in Iraq. So I went to culinary school at night and uh, met Gloriana there, like she said. And yes, we quickly learned that uh, neither one of us wanted to be in a kitchen with a screaming chef. Not that all chefs scream, but <laughs> some do. I don't scream. I don't scream. <laughs> We don't either. So uh, not all chefs scream, but we kind of knew we wanted to have that flexibility. I knew I needed it, especially having two small kids, and she knew that she wanted to start her family soon. So we had the cake shop in South Austin, and we made wedding cakes, custom cakes, sculpted cakes, 
um, beautiful, delicious cakes for a period of time. And then that became to be time consuming, um, especially after she had her second and I became pregnant with my third. So at any given moment, we were uh, cake shop slash daycare. <laughs> so uh, we transitioned to uh, gluten-free business. Um, again, you know, adapting our business to our current lifestyle. Um, I've always been into fitness as well, played sports. My husband had a gym for a while. So we always wanted to um, actually enjoy eating the things that we tried to sell to, or the things that we sold to other people. So once we stopped eating those styles of food or those styles of treats, we transitioned our business as well. And that's where the grain-free um, lifestyle came into play. It just helped with the, the lifestyle that we were choosing to lead. So I have a question I can't, I, I have to ask. How did you go, uh, did you transition from a cake shop to a paleo uh, granola and other similar products? Reluctantly, no, I'm just joking. We, we started playing around with, uh, when we kind of were honest with each other about, about closing the cake shop, we had already been kind of playing around with granola, granola bars, granola recipes just for our kids. Um, Keisha brought some really great recipes to the kitchen. We started playing around with them. And um, enough people really liked them that we thought, well, instead of having this cake shop, why don't we just sell some of the granola bars and some of our baked goods at the farmer's market? Yeah. So uh, at the time, it was a gluten-free uh, granola and granola bars and, and um, baked treats but that's kind of where we took it from there. So that was our transition, kind of thinking we could get together on the weekends, sell some of our stuff, keep our, you know, Sanity. Our, yeah, <laughs> keep, keep our creativity kind of going. And um, from there, you know, that got old pretty fast. Uh, rain, shine, cold, didn't matter. You had to be out there every weekend, sometimes with our kids, and that was even worse. So... Or when we brought our husbands. Yeah. That didn't help either. So we, um, we eventually decided to make the change, take it seriously and make a go of it. It's quite impressive how you managed to juggle uh, being moms and, and the business and the kids. It's a good experience for the kids. Uh, they get to see how businesses run, right? Yeah, they yeah. do. I think that they um, – I have two girls and um, – I see them all the time creating things. Mm -hmm. uh, I have one that created lipstick out of crayons. Mm -hmm. Probably won't do that again, but still, it was <laughs> it was creative. So they're constantly trying to create things and um, build something for themselves. So I think I don't want to take all the credit for that because my husband is an entrepreneur as well and a lot of members of our families, but. Um, I really do think that seeing that firsthand every day gives them the notion that, hey, I can create something and, and build something for myself, even at 12 and 11. So I'm excited to see how that evolves as they become adults. So uh, going back to your product, uh, what makes it paleo? And is it uh, also good for other types of diets? Yeah, so ideally what makes our products good or fit into the paleo lifestyle is the fact that we're grain-free and we use um, natural sugars. Um, so there are no, no grains at all in our products ever. Um, it also lends to the gluten-free diet. Um, many of our products as well lend to the 
um, vegan diet lifestyle um, because there's only one product that we use honey and then according to what level vegan you are um, whether you introduce honey into your diet or not and also I mean I, I would assume that someone with celiacs or those kind of areas would need to be a little more careful just because it's not packaged in a facility that we own personally so we can't always be responsible for other things that are flowing through those facilities but we try extremely hard to keep our products um, in the realm of the free from, free from world um, so it's dairy free soy free <coughs> Coarse grain free, gluten free. Um, it's non-GMO. Well, I suppose as long as you have a warning on the label, says you know, packaged in the facility, blah blah blah, so people know. Uh, so it sounds like you have a very wide range of customers. They are potential customers there for your business. Yes, it it is a wide range in in that area, but even individuals that don't pay attention to those um, callouts, our product is just delicious. So. The fact that it's so good, even when you're eating it, if you don't need those specific um, things to be removed from your diet, mm. you would still enjoy your product. So we wanted to create something that was designed for individuals that need to fill that void, but you would also serve anyone that tried it. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. And so what flavors do you offer? Um, so in our no-grain olas, we have... Um, when Honey Mint Maple, that's our original flavor. Um, we have Holy Cocoa Cacao. Um, that's a chocolate and coconut. And even our chocolate that we use is a vegan chocolate chunk and a raw cacao, so still dairy-free. Um, we have You're the Apple of My Chai. That's an apple <laughs> pie. Um, we have Yes, You Pecan, um, wait, yeah. yes, you pecan Pumpkin, which is our... Um, seasonal flavor so that's available from november to march um and then lastly our newest flavor of the no grain all is wake me up before you cocoa and that's in a slow <laughs> it has coconut chips and banana chips as well and rock cacao yeah i see i see you're also very creative with the names right yeah we like we like to have fun um and because we can't be in every store with our product right there explaining it we, we figured it would be nice to have fun with the name so that it kind of creates the conversation with the customer, even if right. they're not there. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We've had a lot of fun packaging as well, the pictures on it and kind of just the, the look of our brand. Another thing we wanted to kind of stand out and have people pick up the bag, look at the name, kind of laugh about it, have a conversation, say, oh, that's cute. And even if that's the reason they give it a try, well, yeah. then. Have you uh, got any of your, your um, stuff there? Good idea to show it to um Yeah, we, also, we have cookie mixes as well. So do you want to show us uh, some of this famous packaging you were telling us? This one is when Honey Met Maple. Okay, and why are the faces hidden? Well, okay, so on every package of our No Granola, it's us on it. Yeah. Um, we didn't want to be so forward as to plant our entire faces on every single bag. Um, we're not that vain. So uh, we kind of wanted to, uh, we thought this was a clever way of kind of us being on the packaging without being in your face about it. And the next one is Holy Cocoa Cacao. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Looking good. <laughs> and you're the apple of my chai. Uh -huh. I bet you had a lot of fun with the photo shoot. It was a lot of fun. Uh, this one's the Yes You Pecan Pumpkin. 
All righty. <laughs> I said it, but I can. Okay. okay. And lastly is the wake me up before you choco. All right. That's very good. Yeah. 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 So the one, the one that intrigued me, and I believe that's a, a brand new uh, recipe, is the, the one with jerky. Can you tell us more about it? So this one is our new sub-brand. It's the first flavor in a line that we're developing. Um, it's, the line itself is called Reincarne. Uh, so we're kind of reinventing the way that you snack um, with your, your meat snacks, basically, your jerky. Um, so the first one we have is so you meet, so we meet again, and the meat is M E A T. Like I said, it's the first in in the line. It's a um, kind of a smoky sweet flavor of granola. That's a, um, yeah, that's a great idea. Pepper. I've I've been uh, myself. I've been mixing uh, granola with uh, bacon bits from uh, from another company, and it there's that sweet and and smoky flavor that really works. Yes. Good idea. We, um, we were in, at the time, we were still making our own granola um, by hand, the two of us in the kitchen, a very small kitchen, stirring everything by hand. And, you know, our so many hours were spent there that we didn't break for lunch or yeah. anything like that. And so we were constantly snacking. We'd make a bowl of, of our granola and then we'd have jerky on hand because that's kind of what we would snack on. We just kept on putting it together and we we're like, why don't we just do this? Yeah. So, um, it's, it's taken a while to get the jerky right. Um, mm -hmm. with the, Cause meat is not our thing. So we um, have been kind of working on getting that all set and ready to go, but we're very, very, very close. And then the, so we meet again is the first of three. Right. So the, this one is uh, beef. Yes. This one is beef jerky. Okay. And the, the next two. Will be what? They're, they will probably both be beef um, because we wanted to try and stick with the grain free lifestyle mm -hmm. and it's really hard to control the your chicken. Right, right. Now, I was, um, I was, I guess I was wondering what other meat flavor, uh, meat jerky, will you? Okay. Uh, well, one of the new flavors would be like a honey mustard version. Uh -huh. And then another one would be kind of uh when, when is this kind of air <laughs> do you want us to cut this bit out yeah. say that again would you like us to cut this bit out so we don't give anything away is it probably going to go out next week you see oh, okay uh, well you can leave that in but we'll leave the third flavor as somewhat of a surprise okay right. you can tell us afterwards okay yeah yeah we can do that so um I heard you also have other products to offer. Can you tell us about that? Sure. We have a line of cookie mixes, which we call Batch Please Cookie Mixes. Um, so it's a, it's a new take on your cookie. So we designed or developed a cookie that helps you remember the lifestyle before your green free lifestyle. So mm -hmm. our first one is um, Jane Ain't So Plain. Okay. He is... Uh, <laughs> She's our first cookie, and it's just the, the version where you can dress Jane up to make her whatever cookie you like. So it's a plain cookie. You can have it just as is, or you can drop in any, any ingredients that you like to kind of dress the cookie up. And we even try and get people, you know, hey, why don't you pair it with some of the no-grainola? You mm -hmm. can put some of the no-grainola in there. Right. And oh, just all, not to interrupt, but it, the simplicity of the cookie oh, is right. all you do is add a quarter cup of water, a quarter cup of coconut oil, and bake. And yeah. so you don't have, so it's still dairy-free, 
um, across the board, we're still grain-free, gluten-free, soy-free, dairy-free. And so it's, again, it's in the grain-free, vegans, etc. cetera. Yeah. So. But uh, the, at the moment, home can add chocolate chips or nuts or anything else, right? For, like to to Janine, so plain, you can add whatever you want. If, if you want M&Ms in it and you eat M&Ms, put M&Ms in it. Uh, but, you know. And then, so, and we have four four flavors in the cookie mix line. The next one is um, Cocoa You Didn't, which is our double chocolate cookie. Okay. He has a little bit of an ass cocoa, but I yeah. think most people do when you want to have chocolate because yeah. it's that. So this, again, is made with a vegan chocolate chunk, um, a raw cacao powder. And then you can add nuts or whatever to that as well. We've had individuals tell us that they've done that too. Um, our third one is a Show Me You Caramel, which is a caramel <laughs> apple. The caramel apple of the salt version of the cookie. And then we also have Chia Seed Knock You Out. So it's a little hard to read Chia Seed Knock You Out, but this is a yeah. limit. Um, cookie. We, we kind of liken that to your poppy seed, your lemon poppy seed, but we just give it a little twist and instead add a super fruit, super fruit in there. Um, but again, they're super easy to make. They're delicious. You can make them as cookies. You can make them as, you know, Gloriana makes some big cookies with the M&Ms in them for the kids a lot. Um, we do a lot of different things with the cookie mixes too. So, and, and we incorporate our no granolas whenever we can into our recipes. So not only they are fun, they're also healthy and they are grain free. So that's, that's fantastic. So, so which one is your favorite? Of cookie. Of the cookie? Of all, all the products, I guess. I guess it's like children. You, you don't have a, <laughs> you can't have a favorite. Okay. Which one? Oh, this is Mel. So, um, Mel is my favorite cookie. I think Gloriana's favorite cookie as well. And our cookies, do they do have names. So this is Mel, there's Coco, Jane, and then there's Chia. So they are like our little, our little kids, honey. <laughs> and then our favorite uh, granola is When Honey Met Maple. I think we started with that one. It's the most versatile of all of them. You go on yogurt. It can by itself with your favorite milk. Um, we've put it on our sweet potatoes, on broccoli, salad, salads, bananas. I mean, it's extreme. It's an extremely versatile um, granola uh, out of all of them. So, right. So, what makes them so good? Uh, is there a secret ingredient besides mom's love? Yeah, I was going to say the last. The last ingredient is love. So. You know, love can be explained in so many different ways, but we are extremely passionate about the product that we make. Um, we have put a lot of time, energy, and love into the company that we're building. And I think that may be the difference. Um, we're not just trying to put a product out so that we can get a return. Um, of course, we want a return. But that's not the main reason that we're doing this. It's not even why we started uh, the granola business before we started it because we knew that there was something that individuals needed and we had a special skill set to uh, provide that for them and have them fall in love with our product. Okay. Okay. Um, now let's talk about your diet. Uh, after the cake diet, uh, what diet are you on now? <laughs> the cake diet. I like that. 
I'm still re- I'm still trying to recover from the cake diet. Yeah. Um, I try I personally try to be as close to grain free as humanly possible, but there is uh, a weakness that I have towards sweets. So I would say that probably eighty five to ninety percent of my diet is grain free. I'm more of a protein and protein and protein kind of girl. Yeah, veggies get in there here and there with a juice or as a salad, but I kind of like my protein. Yeah. I mean, I I try, um, I wouldn't go as far as saying I'm paleo, but definitely grain free. There's been a lot of, um, a lot of compromise over the years. Um, Every now and then we're not perfect. Right. we really, you know, if I'm with my kids and they have something I really want to bite of, I'm going to have a bite of it. But I certainly um, do my best to try and provide uh, for the family the healthiest choices I can. And then for myself, I'm a lot more strict uh, as far as taking the grains out. Um, just based, I mean, a four-year-old and a seven-year-old can only handle so much. <laughs> but, right. but, yeah, I, I would say not completely paleo but definitely grain free yeah okay so then uh, as a mom do you uh do you make the whole family eat paleo or is it just you personally i think it was an attempt at the whole family my husband is more on board with it than my children are uh i've had extremely picky eaters who wouldn't even eat and then when they wanted a piece of bread, I'd say fine, <laughs> because I was happy to see them Um, That being said, I'm definitely trying to at least keep, um, like I said, organic, gluten-free, healthier choices in our house. Um, and when I say M&Ms, that's very rarely. I mean, yeah. I kind of joke about the, that. the organic yeah. or the cleaner version of the M&Ms. But so. that being said, um, yeah, I would probably put it mostly on myself. And what I can, when I'm cooking for my husband, you know, I try and get him on board as well. Right, right. So the, the beauty of uh, grain free is that you stay away from most of the genetically engineered food. What's your take as a mom? What's your take on GMOs and uh, how do you apply it to your life and your business? Well, we don't, we don't have them in any products that we use in our business. And like, you would have a hard time, I think, finding anything in either of our pantries or our refrigerators that were GMO um, products. Right, so right. I, that's one of the things I'm probably the most strict on is something that's non-GMO. Um, yeah. And that's part of the lifestyle that we live as individuals as well as in our business. You know, I never want someone to think that we um, – we're promoting something that we're actually not following. Um, we really are soy-free, dairy-free, um, mostly grain-free. I have to stay mostly grain-free because if I go too far with any forms of grains, and it usually comes in the form of a piece of cake <laughs> um, and not really bread or anything like that. Uh, but if I go too far with it, then I have additional issues like joint pains and things of that nature. So. In order to keep my body uh, in balance as far as how it feels, I, I really have to stay away from it. But we really do subscribe to the markers that we put on our on our back. Yeah, we're not only producers, but we're consumers. Um, so I think it's been 
it, we're lucky that we are so immersed in this world that we've educated ourselves enough that when we are out shopping, um, that we know what to look for, we know how to shop, we know how to provide for our families, for ourselves, and we can make better, more informed choices. Okay, great. And another question for the moms in you. Uh, what is your current recipe, favorite recipe? I'm sorry. Let me redo that. Um, as a mom, what is your current favorite recipe? Well, okay, that's two part for me. Um, for as a mom, what is a, always a winner in my house are the cookies. And that's an easy way to please. And I know I'm doing right by them. I know I'm giving them a good thing and they're happy to have it. Um, so that's always a winner. Um, my favorite thing to be doing lately is playing with a lot more with the savory end of it. Um, mm kind of using it as that like Keisha was mentioning earlier on top sweet potatoes on top Brussels sprouts on top you know with some balsamic or with um you know on top of your salads um I, I that's kind of what I've been enjoying a lot more lately um so on my end again of course the cookies are awesome but um I try to trick my kids sometimes by adding the things in there without them knowing because Sometimes they're, uh, if they think it's going to be healthy, they imagine that it's not going to taste great. Um, yeah, yeah. And that, and that, that lends to prior to us having the business or our business is the sweet side of the healthy life, right? So we want to yeah. change the people are snacking or the way people are treating. But um, the, the other side of it is the actual meat and potatoes, as you would say, of your meals. And when we're, out there trying to find these products to bring back to the house to feed kids a lot of the types of products aren't as delicious as that thing they had before which we're yeah. trying to switch. so i'm constantly trying to create things um, or recipes or tweak recipes that i've already found to make them be the healthiest recipe and the kids are going to enjoy it as well so a lot of times my uh my recipes are kind of like secret ops <laughs> right. trying to slide things in there that um, will still taste good and I usually if it does not taste good or if I don't even think I'm going to enjoy it I don't present it to them because I don't want them to uh, have a you know turned nose up about it but on often chances they'll at least try it and say you know what mommy that was pretty good well um, do you want it again no, I'd rather have the other one. <laughs> I got to try it. I, I was a picky eater as a kid, too. And as I developed and grew as an adult and an athlete, it turned to um, eat what's going to fuel you, not always what tastes delicious. But as yeah. a kid, you can't really um, kind of turn their heads and believe that just yet. And, of course, with kids, uh, their number one favorite is sugar. So... You're trying to keep them away from that, right? Because you know how bad sugar is. Yeah. And we don't, you know, since closing the cake shop, uh, I don't even think I have, like, sugar in the, other than coconut palm sugar or honey. So mm -hmm. they don't have, we don't cook with a lot of, like, sugar. Um, but, of course, it's November, so we just passed through Halloween, and they're still a little upset with me about giving all their Halloween candy. But... We try to find alternatives. We, I try to make right. some. And for the holidays, you prepare your uh, version of like a pecan pie or pumpkin pie or... Yeah, I don't yeah. think I'll be doing it this year, but in the last three years probably, I've made pies for everyone. 
I sell pies on the side. I'm a pie girl. <laughs> so I love pie, but this year I think I'm just... Grain-free. Yeah, a grain-free pie. Um, it was like sweet potato or... Um, pumpkin. No. You did an apple. An apple pie or... And then I even... Last year I made... Um, instead of a pecan pie, I used our Yes You Pecan Pumpkin as the filling. So um, that was pretty good too. So I try to incorporate our business into a little bit of everything that we do. But yeah. uh, but this year, I think, because we've been so busy with the company, I think I'm just going to relax and chill out with the family. This yeah, year. yeah. Yeah, that's, a, that's a, the curse of being a pastry chef is that uh, during the holidays where everybody is celebrating, you're so tired from baking all day long that you you come home, you're exhausted, you don't. You don't have time to enjoy. I, I want to go back to the secret ingredient because um, I think it's important for our listeners. What um, flour substitute do you use? Uh, do you use like uh, cassava flour? Do you use almond flour? What what flour do you use? You name the two that we use most frequently. We use an on um, the almond flour or a nut flour blend, and mm -hmm. then uh, we use cassava. Okay. We use arrowroot or. Uh, but we try to keep it simple. We try to keep it to a minimum of um, flowers. So those are the ones that we do. Okay. Great. Thank you for letting us know because some people can be allergic to nuts as well. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's, uh, that's, that's, you're not going to find any nut free uh, product from us, us unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Ask yeah. That question and unfortunately, I mean, our no. All it's, it's not a problem as long as uh, the people know on the package that it's clearly uh, labeled. So I was going to ask something about the sugar. That's the only thing. What type of sugar do you use? Obviously, you don't use traditional sugar by any means. So we try to keep it in the natural sugar realm. So we use either coconut palm sugar, organic um, maple sugar, or organic honey. Super job, super job. Maple syrup, not maple sugar. Maple syrup, yeah. So uh, first, I have a one last question. All right. Okay. Okay, so my last question is, where can we buy your products and find information about them? Uh, well, right now we are in, so in Austin, we are in the local juice land uh, chain, uh, daily juice chain. We're in um, a test run of Whole Foods here in the um, Austin area, so mm -hmm. four, four stores. Um, we are in all the natural grocers in town and in about 13 locations across, 13 to 15 locations across the state. We are available through our website. Um, we just recently, and we're in a few mom and pop stores. Um, we just went to an expo in September on the East Coast and we've got a few new stores up there. Um, and then um, back in August, we uh, won first place in the quest for Texas Best with HEB. Great prize. And uh, yeah. so, yeah, so that was for our granola. And yeah. we will be rolling out in 138 stores in January 16th. Wow. So we're really looking at that because that's, you know, kind of. A big, that's our big. That'll be our biggest thing to date. So um, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, you're going into the big league now. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we're uh, we're hoping hoping it's going to be a good deal and it'll get our product seen by a lot right. more people. Do you get any sleep? 
No. No? <laughs> Between the business, the business and the family, I don't know how you can uh, even yeah. sleep at all. Yeah, and, I, and I'm a night owl, so um, we work during the day and then we force break for the kids and then I bug her from about 7.30 to 9. That's my cutoff. Yeah, and then I know I can't. I can't text her anymore. I won't get a response until the next morning when she starts in about seven. You know, <laughs> she, she wakes up a, a lot earlier than I do, but we um, make it work. We it make works. it work. It's it's been a. This is, and you can probably appreciate this as a creative. Uh, that's what got us into this, but now all of a sudden we have to learn the business, and that's a whole different follow act. So yeah. we. We're learning every day and just trying to keep up. Yeah, and, we, and we're fortunate that we are able to build the business around our, our family and around our kids. So. Okay, great. Um, Can you have the, uh, the website address again? Yes, please. It's www.thekitchen.com. And how do you spell kitchen? K-I-T-C-H-U-N, and the UN stands for Uncompromised, Unconventional, unconventional and Ungrained. Yeah. I thought it's, it stood for honey. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. That's, that's how you spell it in Texas, right? Honey. Yeah. H-U-N. <laughs> you know, although I, I know you're going to send me some samples, so I'd like to send you a copy of my uh, Paleo French Cuisine. Okay, books yeah. so you can have uh, additional recipes to play with yeah, sure. so thank you again Gloriana and Keisha for being on the low carb paleo show thank, thank you, you. So we've pleasure. enjoyed it and as we say in Texas a votre santé y'all oh, yeah. right. <laughs> you've heard that in Texas a lot haven't you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you ladies for your time and uh, thank you very much this is nice. Very nice meeting you both. Thank you.